Section 20D, Addressing Misconduct. 20.24, Corrective Actions. Commanders, supervisors, and other persons in authority can issue administrative counseling, admonitions, and reprimands that are intended to improve, correct, and instruct subordinates who depart from standards of performance, conduct, bearing, and integrity on or off-duty and whose actions degrade the individual and the unit mission. Personal Information File Commanders and supervisors perform many personnel management functions requiring them to keep personal information files, PIF, on assigned personnel. AFI 36-2608, Military Personnel Records System, authorizes the use and maintenance of PIFs by commanders and supervisors. If a PIF is established, use of AF Form 10A, Personnel Information File, Record of Performance, or Officer Command Selection Record Group is required. Custodians must keep PIFs current and secured in a locked area or container to protect against misuse or unauthorized access. The member may gain access to their PIF at any time per AFI 33-332 Air Force Privacy and Civil Liberties Program. Contents of the PIF must be available to commanders, raiders, first sergeants, senior raiders, Air Force Office of Special Investigations, and staff judge advocate personnel as warranted. The release and review of the PIF contents in these instances are for official business or routine use. Unfavorable Information File The Unfavorable Information File, UIF, provides commanders with an official and single means of filing derogatory data concerning an Air Force member's personal conduct and duty performance. With some exceptions, the commander has wide discretion as to what should be placed in a UIF and what should be removed. Mandatory documents in UIFs include suspended or unsuspended Article 15 punishment of more than one month, 31 days or more, court-martial conviction, civilian conviction where the penalty or actions equivalent to a finding of guilty of an offense which resulted in confinement of one year or more, or could have resulted in a penalty of confinement for more than one year or death, and control roster actions. Optional documents may be included in UIFs for up to one year. Individuals have three duty days to acknowledge and provide pertinent information before the commander makes the final decision. The commander advises the individual of the final decision. If the commander decides to file the information in a UIF, the individual's response is also filed. Unit commanders must review all UIFs within 90 days of assuming or being appointed to command when individuals are considered for promotion, re-enlistment, permanent change of station or assignment, and reclassification or training. Commanders also review UIFs annually with the assistance of the staff judge advocate. Commanders keep the UIF for the disposition period unless early removal is clearly warranted. In the course of their Air Force duties, the following individuals are authorized access to a member's UIF. The member, commander, first sergeant, 
enlisted performance report reporting and rating officials, force support squadron personnel, inspector general, inspection team, legal office personnel, military equal opportunity personnel, law enforcement personnel, and substance abuse counselors. For additional information regarding the UIF program, refer to AFI 36-2907, Unfavorable Information File, UIF Program. Control Roster Control rosters are used by commanders to establish an observation period as a rehabilitative tool for individuals whose duty performance is substandard or who fail to meet or maintain Air Force standards of conduct, bearing, and integrity on or off duty. Commanders should consider prior incidents, acts, failures, counseling, and rehabilitative efforts when establishing control rosters. A single incident of substandard performance or an isolated breach of standards not likely to be repeated is not ordinarily a basis for a control roster action. Commanders place an individual on the control roster by using AF Form 1058, Unfavorable Information File Action, which puts the member on notice that his or her performance and behavior must improve or he or she will face more severe administrative action or punishment. The individual acknowledges receipt of the action and has three duty days to respond and submit a statement on his or her behalf before the action is finalized. Placement on the control roster is a mandatory UIF entry and is initially instated for six months, but it can be removed early at the commander's discretion. If a member is not rehabilitated within six months of being placed on the control roster, the commander initiates more severe action. The UIF six-month time period begins the day the AF Form 1058, Unfavorable Information File Action, is finalized and ends at 2,400 hours six months later. Note, the control roster is not to be used by commanders as a substitute for more appropriate administrative, judicial, or non-judicial action. 20.25 Administrative Counseling, Admonitions, and Reprimands Administrative counseling, admonitions, and reprimands are quality force management tools available to supervisors, commanders, and other persons in authority to help maintain established Air Force standards and enhance mission accomplishment. These tools are intended to improve, correct, and instruct subordinates who depart from standards of performance, conduct, bearing, and integrity on or off-duty and whose actions degrade the individual and unit's mission. Counseling, admonitions, and reprimands should be used as part of a graduated pattern of discipline in response to repeated departures from standards. The decision to issue a letter of counseling, admonition, or reprimand should be based primarily on the nature and seriousness of the incident and on the previous disciplinary record of the member. Counseling statements may be either verbal or written, but written corrective actions are more meaningful to the member and the infraction and, when documented properly, may be used in subsequent proceedings. 
written administrative counseling, admonitions, and reprimands are subject to the rules of access, protection, and disclosure outlined in the Privacy Act of 1974. The same rules apply to copies kept by supervisors and commanders and those filed in a UIF or PIF. While no specific standard of proof applies to administrative action proceedings, Commanders should utilize the preponderance of the evidence standard when evaluating evidence and elements of the offenses committed. A preponderance of the evidence means simply the greater weight of credible evidence. If such proof is lacking, administrative action is susceptible to being found to be legally unsupportable and, as a result, could be set aside. Letter of Counseling and Air Force Form 174, Record of Individual Counseling. Counseling is used by first-line supervisors, first sergeants, and commanders to help airmen use good judgment, assume responsibility, and face and solve problems. Counseling, whether conducted verbally or in writing, helps subordinates develop skills, attitudes, and behaviors consistent with maintaining Air Force readiness. Counseling may be documented on an AF Form 174, Record of Individual Counseling, or on bond paper or letterhead as a letter of counseling. Letter of Admonishment An admonishment is used to document an infraction that warrants more severe action than a counseling, but not serious enough to warrant a reprimand. For officer personnel, if the letter of admonishment is not filed in the UIF, it must be filed in the individual's PIF. Letter of Reprimand A reprimand is more severe than a letter of counseling and letter of admonishment and indicates a stronger degree of official censure. Commanders may elect to file a letter of reprimand in a UIF for enlisted personnel. Letters of reprimand are mandatory for file in the UIF for officer personnel. 20.26. Administrative Demotion of Airmen An administrative demotion of airmen is a process available to commanders. The most common reasons commanders would administratively demote an airman are for a failure to complete officer transitional training due to reasons of academic deficiency, self-elimination, or misconduct. Trainees will be demoted to the grade they formerly held. Failure to maintain or attain the appropriate grade and skill level. Failure to fulfill the responsibilities as prescribed in AFH 36-2618, the enlisted force structure. Failure to attain or maintain fitness program standards as prescribed in AFI 36-2905 fitness program or upon termination of student status of members attending temporary duty Air Force schools. Upon decision to proceed with an administrative demotion, the immediate commander notifies the member in writing of the intention to recommend demotion, citing the paragraph the demotion authority if other than the initiating commander, and the recommended grade. The notification must also include the specific reasons for the demotion and a complete summary of the supporting facts. The commander informs the member of their right to counsel, their right to respond within three duty days, and their right to apply for retirement in lieu of demotion if eligible. Following the member's response, 
If the commander elects to continue the proceedings, the case file is forwarded with a summary of the members' written and verbal statements to the Force Support Squadron for processing prior to forwarding to the demotion authority. The member must be notified in writing of the decision to forward the action to the demotion authority. The demotion authority obtains a written legal review before making a decision. Airmen may appeal the demotion decision through proper channels. 20.27 Administrative Separations Airmen are entitled to separate at their expiration of term of service unless there is a specific authority for retention. As a rule, airmen separate on the date their expiration term of service occurs, but their separation is not automatic. Airmen are members of the Air Force until they are separated by administrative action. Many different reasons for separation exist. The suitability of persons to serve in the Air Force is judged on the basis of their conduct and their ability to meet required standards of duty, performance, and discipline. Commanders and supervisors must identify enlisted members who show a likelihood for early separation and make reasonable efforts to help these members meet Air Force standards. Members who do not show potential for further service should be discharged. Commanders must consult the servicing staff judge advocate and military personnel flight before initiating the involuntary separation of a member. Required Separation Airmen who will continue to serve in another military status must separate. For example, an airman may separate to serve with the Air Force Reserve or Air National Guard. An airman may also separate to accept an appointment as a commissioned officer of the Air Force or to accept an appointment as a warrant or commissioned officer of another branch of service. Voluntary Separation Airmen may ask for early separation for the convenience of the government if they meet the criteria. Entering an officer training program, pregnancy, conscientious objection, hardship, and early release to attend school are some of the reasons for which members may be allowed to separate. Involuntary separation. Physical conditions that interfere with duty performance or assignment availability. Inability to cope with parental responsibilities or military duty or insufficient retainability for required retraining are reasons for involuntary discharge for the convenience of the government. Defective enlistment, fraudulent or erroneous, is also a basis for discharge. Airmen are subject to discharge for cause based on such factors as unsatisfactory performance, substance abuse, misconduct, or in the interest of national security. 20.28 Service Characterization Airmen who do not qualify for re-enlistment receive a discharge without regard to their remaining military service obligation. The service characterization depends upon the reason for the discharge and the member's military record in the current enlistment or period of service. The service of members administratively discharged under AFI 36-3208, Administrative Separation of Airmen, may be characterized as honorable, general, under honorable conditions, or under other than honorable conditions. Honorable. Members separating at their expiration of term of service 
or voluntarily or involuntarily separating for the convenience of the government are characterized as honorable. An honorable discharge is given when the quality of the member's service generally has met Air Force standards of acceptable conduct and performance of duty, or a member's service is otherwise so meritorious that any other characterization would be inappropriate. General, under honorable conditions. A general, under honorable conditions discharge, is given when a member's service has been determined to be honest and faithful, but significant negative aspects of the member's conduct or performance outweigh positive aspects of the airman's military record. Under other than honorable conditions. An under other than honorable conditions discharge is given based on a pattern of behavior or one or more acts or omissions that constitute a significant departure from the conduct expected of an airman. This characterization can be given only if the member is offered an administrative discharge board or if a discharge is unconditionally requested in lieu of trial by court-martial. Discharge instead of trial by court-martial. If charges have been preferred against an airman, and if the Uniform Code of Military Justice authorizes punitive discharge as punishment for the offense, the airman may request an administrative discharge instead of trial by court-martial. There is no guarantee, however, that the airman's request will be granted. 20.29 Air Force Discharge Review Board The Air Force Discharge Review Board affords former Air Force members the opportunity to request review of their discharge, except for a discharge or dismissal by general court-martial, within 15 years of the date of separation. The objective of a discharge review is to examine an applicant's administrative discharge and consider changing the characterization of service, the reason for discharge, and the reenlistment code, when applicable, based on standards of propriety or equity. Airmen separated under circumstances, except retirement, that make them ineligible for reenlistment, and officers discharged under adverse conditions are briefed by the military personnel section at the time of their discharge about the discharge review board process. They are provided with a discharge review fact sheet and an application, DD Form 293, application for the review of discharge from the Armed Forces of the United States. A personal appearance before the discharge review board is a statutory right. The applicant, or the applicant's counsel may appear before the board or address the board via video teleconference. Procedures allow the applicant latitude in presenting evidence, witnesses, and testimony in support of the applicant's case. A board may also review the case based on documentation in the military record and any additional evidence provided by the applicant. 20.30 Air Force Board for Correction of Military Records the Air Force Board for Correction of Military Records is the highest level of administrative review for correcting military records. In most cases, applicants are members or former members of the Air Force. In some situations, a family member, heir, or legal representative, such as a guardian or executor of the member or former member with a proper interest, may request correction of another person's military records when that person is incapable of acting on his or her own behalf, is missing, or is deceased. 
With a few exceptions, most records generated by the Air Force may be corrected by the board. Records addressed for change include, but are not limited to, enlisted performance reports, fitness test results, debts incurred, discharges and re-enlistment, re-entry eligibility codes, survivor benefit plans, accumulated leave days, Article 15 actions, and reinstatement into the Air Force. Records may be changed, voided, or created as necessary to correct an error or to remove an injustice. Applicable monetary benefits are recomputed based on the records changed. The board is a recommending body and will vote to grant, partially grant, or deny the requested relief. If the board recommends favorable relief, the case is forwarded to the Secretary of the Air Force's designee for final decision. Unless procured by fraud, their decision is final and binding on all Air Force officials and government agencies. Personal appearance to present an application to the Air Force Board for correction of military records is not a statutory right and is granted solely at the discretion of the Board, predicated on the finding the applicant's presence with or without counsel and will materially add to the Board's understanding of the issue or issues involved. Information on the Board's authority, jurisdiction, and policy can be found in AFI 36-2603, Air Force Board for Correction of Military Records. Note, applicants must exhaust other reasonably available administrative avenues of relief prior to applying to the Air Force Board for correction of military records. If other administrative remedies have not been properly exhausted before applying, the application DD Form 149, Application for Correction of Military Record under the provisions of Title X, United States Code, Section 1552, will be returned without action.